0: Not the kind that wiggle tea That you drink, not scribble All together in a cottage she calls day Toes and
1: Tea with Nanny B Hello and welcome back for our first story of the new year My cup of tea is in hand Waiting for my neighbor Jules to arrive with our tail Any minute now Whoever could that be? Uh, hello?
0: Hello, Nanny Bee. It's your neighbor, Jules, with a story. Of
1: course it is. Come, come. Oh, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: I'm so glad to be back with you after the holidays. You aren't the only one who's back.
1: We also have a caller with our very first Wonder Word of the year.
0: Hi, Nanny Bee. It's Tiggy here with a Wonder Word. Today's Wonder Word is hankering. A hankering is when you really, really want something. Like craving a big piece of chocolate. Bye! Why, thank you, Tiggy. Do you have a hankering for a story? Oh, yes, please. Okay, then. Peter and his pickled peppers. Peter Piper apparently picked a peck—whatever that is—of pickled peppers. Yes, those things that come in jars. So this popular, practically impossible-to-pronounce-at-a-pace poem begs the question, why? Why did Peter, a piper by trade, go out and pick those pickled peppers? And that's where the story begins. Peter had been piping all day long and well into the night— This happened every year on the 11th day of Christmas. Yes, just when you thought Christmas was over, it's only just begun. The first day of Christmas starts on Christmas Day, with that partridge sitting patiently in a pear tree just waiting to be presented. Then, of course, you've got the gold rings, the laying geese, the swimming swans, and, you know, so on. Until you reach the 4th of January when everyone wants their own set of eleven pipers piping. When Peter first started piping, there were lots of other pipers, so they could spread the load. But these days, pipers are rare, as are the maids of milking, but you don't need so many of those. Yes, pipers just aren't usually in demand, since that pied piper of Hamlin ruined their reputation— Now, fair enough, he had rid the town of all their rats, and the mayor refused to pay him. But to lure the children away, well, that was just uncalled for. And pipers to this day are paying the price. So here's Peter, one of the few pipers left, toot-toot-tooting around the clock. He started before sunrise and took his first break at the aptly named meal break fast, and boy was it fast, the Lord's a-leaping had built up such massive appetites that once they stopped leaping, they started eating and couldn't stop. They ate their way through their midnight snack, through any leftovers from dinner, and on to the Piper's breakfast. So when Peter arrived in the dining tent, there was nothing left but a few stale rolls and a couple of pats of I-can't-believe-it-was-ever-butter. "'Any piper worth his salt knows to avoid dry rolls when you're working. "'Not only are they a choke hazard, but they take the right out of their whistle. "'So Peter just had a glass of water and the remains of a hard candy he found in the shadows of his pocket. "'He was so hungry. He was hollow, hankering for a massive meal. "'But the show must go on. "'So Peter and the others returned to piping.' They played some sweet little tunes, mimicking the bird song in the trees. It did cause a bit of confusion in the bird community. They aren't just singing for singing's sake. Each tune has meaning. The Pipers sent out offers of marriage, boundary disputes, incitements to war. They even joined a protest against birds of a feather flocking together— This was all lost, of course, on Peter. He just thought he was playing some jolly tunes. Peter and the other Pipers had to get more inventive as the morning moved on, since the birds liked to sing most of their songs at the break of day. Little did they know that once the birds were done singing, they continued to listen and respond to the Piper's songs, one of their latest ones translating into something like... "'Come and eat our lunch. It's in the tent, to the left of the parking garage.'" (sighs) So when Peter finally had a break for lunch, the all-you-can-eat pizza buffet was all eaten, and only tomato sauce bird prints remained. Peter's heart sank. The thought of all-you-can-eat pizza had carried him through. He was so hungry, he was hollow, hankering for a massive meal— But the show must go on, so he dragged himself towards the door when one of the maids who'd been milking walked past with a jug of milk sloshing either side of her. She took pity on the hungry pipers and gave them all she had left, along with her homemade cheese and freshly baked rolls. Seems she was a maid of milking and a churning and a baking, too. The pipers were revived and full of beans. Well, not literally beans. Full of cheese, bread, and milk just doesn't sound as snappy. So Peter and his fellow pipers got back to piping. There is something magical about piping as the sun sets. It's like the sun is singing goodnight as it sinks into the sky. Quite a crowd gathered to hear the pipers play, so many, in fact, that when it came time for their dinner break, they had to squeeze through the mob to reach the dinner tent. Peter, being the tallest of the pipers, was at the back, so the last to wiggle and worm his way through the crowd. By the time he reached the tent, you guessed it, the spaghetti mountain was more of a spaghetti molehill. hill. Peter slurped the last three sprigs of pasta down his gullet. Oh, he was so hungry, he was hollow, hankering for a massive meal. But the show must go on, and only for a few more hours. To be honest, the sparse after-hours crowd has pretty low expectations. The Pipers kept it mellow, a little freestyle jazz, some medieval lullabies, sprinkled with a generous portion of the sound of silence. An artistic choice, of course. When the clock finally struck midnight, Peter put his pipe down. He was so hungry, he was hollow, hankering for a massive meal. But the midnight snack would have to do. Peter and the pipers made their way over to the dining tent. The chef and his staff were from Christmas Island. And yes, there really is a Christmas Island, They like to make the most of this season and fly all around the world during the holidays. Problem is, with the jet lag and all those time changes, they got a bit confused and served the midnight snack at 10 p.m. Oh, it was luscious. All those tortilla chips smothered in melted cheese, crumbled beef, and cream of the soured variety, with a dollop of guacamole to top it all off. All around the nacho feast were bowls for those who liked to add some zing with black olives, chopped cilantro, and, of course, jalapenos, or what some may call a peck of pickled peppers. It was a sight to behold, a glorious spectacle sitting there for hour upon hour until it congealed into a multicolored mush. Most of the pipers just walked away, but... Peter was so hungry, he was hollow, hankering for a massive meal, with only a mound of mush on offer. He tried scooping it up with his fingers. The cold sludge tasted worse than hunger, and then he saw it, a bowl of jalapenos almost smiling at him. He had never dared to even try them before, but hunger makes you brave. He took one pepper and crunched. It was spicy. It was zingy. It was like his tongue was doing a happy dance. Oh, how had he lived so long without ever even trying pickled peppers? He had another, then another, until finally he just grabbed the entire bowl, picked up a peck of pickled peppers. To this day, no one knows how many pickled peppers Peter Piper picked, but it was enough to satisfy his hankering at last. The End
1: Oh, thank you, Jules. You never cease to amaze me with your skills. Just thinking of Peter picking a peg, pick a peg gets my tongue in a twist. I may have practiced a few times. <laughs> Another dear friend of mine who likes to hit little balls into only slightly larger holes once told me, the harder I practice, the luckier I get. I would have never mastered the didgeridoo if not for his advice. Didgeridoo?
0: (laughs) That sounds like a wonder word.
1: Go to nannybee.com.
0: Go there to find out how to be part of the show like Tiggy with our wonder word. On nannybee.com, there's our entire collection of stories to listen to and to read along. We'll be back next week with another Tales and Tea. Go on and leave a message for Nanny Bee and you might be on the show. This has been a Tone Hole production nannybee.com